original thought in our head i'm amanda i'm nicolette literally right before we started started this i was like i can't even think and then i did that so that's Sorry. okay we are here i feel like no sometimes i over. feel like we should just have an intro that we like add into it but sometimes yeah. we strike gold sometimes we do sometimes we kill it we get into a rhythm and then sometimes it's like fuck what do we even <laughs> yes. say who am i what do we do hi how are you I'm actually so fucking good. Oh. I'm so happy. Wow. Yeah. The sun is shining. The tank is clean. <laughs> the tank is clean. <laughs> um, no, I'm just so like happy and in love. Yeah, you and are. just living my best life, truly. Yeah. My girlfriend and I have been officially dating for six months as oh of God. like last week, well, which is so crazy exciting. because it feels like it's been a lifetime, but also yeah. it's been like no time at all. You guys were together a while before yeah. we've been dating for like eight months okay but officially girlfriends for, for some months. reason i thought that it was longer than that that's so funny yeah it feels like longer yeah but i'm just so happy i just love her so much oh i love love she's perfect so sweet yeah. motherfucker you're gonna <laughs> well, this is what's gonna happen i am not that i don't love every single one of my friends and i want to give them all of my whole entire soul for each of these weddings mm -hmm. but we have a lot yeah like, all of last year we had a bunch of weddings all of this year we mm -hmm. have a bunch of weddings and i keep being like there's a finish line there's a finish line in, in sight <laughs> and you're gonna fucking get engaged at the end of it which is amazing yeah. not this year next year right but next year is in six months true so <laughs> I'm like, we have to be dating for at least a year before we propose Here's to each other. And that's what we're kind of going off of. Here's, no, you're being dumb. Listen. <laughs> Tell me. I feel like before you are ready to get engaged, which this is a great segue into like mm. what we're talking about yeah. today. Mm -hmm. But before you're ready to get engaged, you come up with all of these things in your mind of like, this is going to be the right time. Mm -hmm. I am going to have this much money saved or we're going to be in this kind of apartment yeah. or, and we will have dated for this long, mm -hmm. all these things. Yeah. And there will be a time when something <laughs> happens. It can be even just like something teeny tiny or little for Nathan. It was like one sentence that he said, and we both were like, Let's get married. Mm -hmm. This is this is silly. We're uh -huh. waiting for all of these things that we can do while we're engaged. Mm -hmm. Like you I have I wanna this... know what he said, but is it private? No, it's not private. It's really, really sweet. I will check after to make sure that he's okay with it being on the okay. pod. But like at the very beginning of um mine and Nathan's relationship. I mean, this I think is just like good practice anytime you're sleeping with somebody. But I was like, hey, by the way, if we were to get accidentally pregnant, I would have an abortion mm. just as like, mm -hmm. this is what I would do. And you can accept that or choose yeah. not to. And then we were like, I remember a little further into our relationship, he was like, can we revisit that? And I was like, yeah, mm -hmm. because then we had been dating for a long time and it was obviously that we loved each other and whatever. And then a little while after that, we were talking about just like life and whatever. And he said, um, he, what it, it was, I'm trying to get like the phrasing exactly right, but he said, 
boys that like when you're a teenager, when you start having sex or whatever, um, you spend that whole, the whole time trying not to get someone pregnant. Like right. That is, you know, if you're having sex, you're in, uh, doing like an effort to not mm-hmm. get someone pregnant. And he said, if we accidentally got pregnant, it would be the best thing to ever happen to me. Mm. And I, I was, I thought about it for a while and I was like, no, I, I totally agree. And I remember saying to him that, um, it's so easy to fall in love and it's so easy to choose somebody for yourself, Mm -hmm. but I am the most confident that I have chosen the best person to be my child's parent. Mm. And that is like, you can get divorced, but you can't divorce, like, yeah. You can't have your kids can't divorce their dad. No. And like I remember us having this moment of like I want to not just be your partner but I want you to be my kids parent. Mm. And we both kind of had this moment. Yeah. And then shortly after that he was like I think I'm ready. Let's mm. let's do this. I love that. Yeah, and I think that like we didn't we hadn't completed like a single thing that we had talked yeah. about completing. So I guess I was like a little segue into me and Nathan, but I think that so many people think that, that it's like, this is the appropriate amount of time or whatever, Mm -hmm. but that could be in like a couple months or, you know. That's true. I feel like we don't have things like we want to be in a house or renting a house or, you know, like I've, I live with her, but we're not, I'm still paying my lease. So like I haven't fully moved in yet, but there's not certain things like that, but I just, it's so funny because I always pictured myself dating someone for at least two years before getting mm-hmm. engaged. And now it's just like, I'm 28, you know, she's 32. I feel like when you know, you know, which I used to never understand before this, like totally. truly. And because it's not that I know that I want to marry her. It's I also know she wants to marry me. Like, I know that like, this is the union I want to form. <laughs> like, right. You know what I mean? And the same thing, like for our future kids, like we talk about that all the time too. So it's not like we have these certain barriers in place before we want to get engaged. Like she, sorry to put you on blast, Erica, but she started saving for an engagement ring. Like for me, like mm-hmm. a long time ago, I mean, she already had the money, but she was like putting it in another yeah. little account. So she was like, I already have it. And I was like, well, let me catch up because I've been spending a lot of money this year. <laughs> yeah. Because I'd like to be able to like turn around and propose like within a like a short time frame of totally. each other. She wants to go first. But I feel like I would just like to now maybe go through all four seasons together. Let's get to yes. a year. That'll be in November. And then I was like, anytime after that's fine. But I joke with her all the time, not really joking. Like, if you asked me to marry you tomorrow, I would say yes. Totally. <laughs> and she's like, I know you would. But I feel even that is like, um, like if she were to propose tomorrow, you'd say yes. Yeah, 100%. So like the year <laughs> thing is like yeah. in our heads. Like yeah. That's kind of the point that I was making. Not to mm-hmm. like, I wasn't trying to like mansplain your relationship. No, I know. <laughs> I was just trying to say like, we all have these like mental barriers in our head of like, societally is that a word no yeah like what is supposed to happen or what Mm -hmm. you know other people will think if it's too soon or like you know and I feel like we have to like make these like little like excuses to ourselves of like why we deserve that happiness yeah and like you don't like if it feels right then it feels right Mm -hmm. and I think that anybody that knows you can see how in love you are like Mm -hmm. and the fact again that if she were to post to propose tomorrow you would say yes yeah and a year is like oh well I think also it has to do with you want to be able to give her the ring that like you want to give her but we've like yeah so we've taken steps towards that front of it 
But yeah, I totally agree. And I also, um, Erica saw a TikTok the other day that was like, you know, people always joke about lesbians U-hauling, <laughs> like moving too yeah. fast, like moving in together after three dates, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, obviously, it's a funny joke. The girl on TikTok said, obviously, it's a funny joke. But why is it when you're gay, you're moving too fast, you're U-hauling, but straight people get to say, oh, when you know, you know, like, it's like nobody judges straight people really for like doing that in that way. So I was like, that's a good point. I think I also think about all of my friends I know that are getting engaged and getting married, like you, for example, have known their partners for years, Totally, like so long, like the next wedding we're going to I mean the couple's been dating for like over five years you know what I mean I think that they just celebrated like seven or eight years or something. Yeah. yeah and granted obviously when you meet the person you're going to marry in college you don't get married right away if you don't feel like that's the move you just date for a long time so you've been dating them a long time that's just how it goes right. but that's not my story and mm-hmm. so I think it's gonna turn out a little different yeah. and it might be quicker than maybe I even thought but we've I know this is so different for me than I have with anybody else. And we've talked about things that like, I've never gotten to that point with anybody else. And I see the whole thing. Like I can see it all with her. So I feel very confident. Mm. I'm just excited. I'm excited to live, laugh, love. (laughs) But like one more time, not a, I'm gonna have I, I'm, you're like get engaged why not no I'm like <laughs> I need to financially recover oh, from yeah. the last two years take your no, time yeah you know no 2025 uh, we'll get married yes keep those dates for you 2025 well what's so funny too is I was like I have two other friends that I'm like you guys are gonna fucking get engaged right when all of this is over for me <laughs> <laughs> but I'm again also very excited for those weddings so yeah it's fine it's a lot of celebrating people we love. That's how I keep thinking of it. Oh, As totally. The more money I spend on Airbnbs and flights <laughs> and all this stuff that is grand fun while I'm in it. I just keep thinking like, this is what life is about. Celebrating totally. the people that you love. It's okay. And I'm honored to like, I, I feel so, I know what it was like for me to like have those parties and do those things mm-hmm. and like have my wedding and every time I get invited to something like that I'm like oh they feel about me the way that I like yeah. you know what I mean it's just like such an honor to be like oh I want you involved in this thing that means so much yeah. to me it's really special I do feel like that a lot too and especially like Erica's been starting to be invited to some of these weddings with me and I'm getting invited to weddings on her side because she has a bunch this year too and I'm like that's so sweet that yeah. people want like yeah you feel honored exactly totally love that love that anyways that's my update how are you good (laughs) I feel like I I can hear the sound of my voice and I'm like I still sound sick you do a little bit yeah that's crazy it's been so long yeah um I'm good I had a hangover weekend one of our friends graduated from dental school so that was like so exciting and so fun and celebratory we had a graduation party for him and it was I mean we didn't we went to a graduation party for Mm -hmm. him And it was so much fun. And then we had people stay at our house that night. And one of our friends tried on my wedding dress. I saw the videos. (laughs) Whose idea was that? I'm sure. And why was was it yours? I'm sure that it was mine. (laughs) (laughs) We were sitting. I have not. I hadn't unpacked my dress from my wedding yet. 
and I was doing something. We were in the room that it is in and I was like moving things out of the way and somebody was like, what is that? And I was like, my wedding dress here. And I pulled out and I was like, mm-hmm. put it on. <laughs> so it was all one of our male friends tried it I on. I mean, he looked great. He big looked sleigh. Big sleigh. I said something like, it looks better than it did on me. And Nathan was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Nathan's like, I don't even like to see this on. Yes. <laughs> one of my he buddies. Was, I said like, you should try it on. And he goes, this feels like a force. And I was like, <laughs> so whatever that's it was fun. so funny yeah and then i got to see my sister this weekend which i have not seen my sisters since march which mm-hmm. is insane i have literally never gone this long without seeing them mm-hmm. so i'm going home this weekend and i'm so, so excited oh to, that's right good to see them for that um but i got to see ron because she flew in for a bachelorette party so i went and picked her up from the airport so that she didn't i'm gonna put her on blast she was gonna have to ride the quote unquote lightning rail (laughs) the lightning rail. she said i have to ride the lightning rail and she has so much anxiety i was like yeah it's called the light rail for anybody that doesn't live (laughs) in seattle it's like our form of public transportation yeah and um she was so anxious about it. I was like, I will come get you from there, yeah. but you do not need to do that. That's so sweet of you. Yeah. She's so cute. She's so cute. So then uh, I'm going home this weekend and I get to see them. So good things all around. Yay. Good things all around. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride. Happy fucking Pride. If you're gay, oh, we love you. We love you. If, if you're, you're trans, gay. we love you. Yeah. If you're all of the letters, we do love you. Do you know what you. I feel? What? The thing going into this Pride. Hmm. There's all of these like TikToks and tweets and everything that's like less love is love and more like fight for our rights. Yeah. Which or like I don't need your rainbows. I need, you know, basic human rights and trans rights and like things totally. for our kids and all of those things. And I f- totally agree with that 1 million percent. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like it's making pride a little sad. <laughs> and I just want to be like, we want the rainbows and... <laughs> those things and fight for our rights like i don't i have i feel like maybe we talked about this a teeny bit last year but like i have a a little bit more weird of a relationship with like corporate what is it called rainbow capitalism yes rainbow capitalism Mm -hmm. because i understand how dangerous it is i understand like everything that comes with that like the showmanship of it Mm -hmm. it's like you don't care and a lot of companies that like actively do not care about queer people yeah and like are damaging queer people are damage actively damaging queer people like doing it and it's just performative yeah and it sucks but I feel like my relationship with it I have family in Idaho which is an extremely red state mm-hmm. and I think about my nieces and nephews walking into Target. Well, not fuck you, Target now, but like yeah, they walking. Took away. They took pride away in Target. I think like, just some of the stuff. Yeah. But walking into mm. those places like Walmart and seeing pride stuff and like asking questions and getting to like learn more about it. Yeah. Or like I think about a five year old little trans boy in the middle of fucking America mm-hmm. where like he can't come out to his parents or like or even say something and then he gets to like go into a store where mm-hmm. like see that little like rainbow icon or something mm-hmm. and like it gives hope like it does give yeah. hope even if it's like corporations making money off of it and even if we should be giving our money to like people I just think that it's never a bad thing for like 
children and other people to see it. Yeah. And that's, I want it all. (laughs) And I also just want, I love pride. So like, let's keep it happy too. I know. I haven't (laughs) felt a sad vibe, which is interesting. Okay. Keep it that way. I mean, or maybe I've just felt that like every year. That's like how it is, you know? And so it's like their queer joy is revolutionary in itself Absolutely. and we deserve to be happy and have the most fun while also recognizing all of these things that need to be done like shop queer owned if you can for yes. your pride stuff yes um there's do, a million donate Etsy shops, to places yeah and they'll all say it you should follow queer apparel yeah. on on um on instagram they have really cute stuff like don't just go on amazon and buy yeah your 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 merch like go find something queer owned put yeah. your it, we can like inj- we can say that we, I at least will say I like seeing corporations like fly rainbow flags and do all of that so that people can see support mm-hmm. but like vote with your money yeah 100% donate to places like do all of the things Did volunteer I say all time that I'm like trying to like yeah I understand what you're saying completely it's okay. representation in a yes. sense yeah yeah so I totally get that And I think it's just about making choices as a consumer. Like you can like seeing it in Target and maybe you buy the live, laugh, lesbian shirt, which I think is really (laughs) fucking cute. And then maybe you donate to the local like LGBTQ center in your city or whatever. Like you can do, you know, the things that feel right to you. Both can be true at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get that. And like, don't shop it. Don't fucking eat Chick-fil-A in June. I mean, don't eat it at all. I'm going to say don't eat it at all. (laughs) Don't eat it at all. Personally, I just cannot. I know some people sometimes do, but like when I found that out, it like just made me sick to think that my money is like down the line going to organizations that are putting kids in conversion camp. Like I just cannot do it. Yeah. And I used to fucking love (laughs) Chick-fil-A. It was so good. Nathan doesn't eat it anymore i feel Mm. like when we started dating he did like every once in a while and i lived in idaho so like i never really had it yeah and then i was like i have to know what this is about yeah and so i did have it a couple times but i told nathan the only time that he is ever allowed to eat chick-fil-a is if a queer person asks to go <laughs> yeah. and he has to pay for it. Like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's his rule. It was like the only time that you ever get to go to, it can never be your idea. Yeah. And you have to you treat. always have to pay no matter <laughs> how many queer people you're with, you have to pay. <laughs> I love that. So that's funny. You could, so that they can say that their money's not going. There. <laughs> um, so, yes, anyway, happy, happy pride. pride. I'm so excited for pride. I'm, me and Erica were ch- like Amazon shopping and online shopping for trying to find outfits last night. I know. Abby and See, I... we even use Amazon sometimes because I have a very specific vision. <laughs> well, and I think it's different to like, oh, this is what I'm wearing to pre- like mm-hmm. your outfits for yeah. pride. Like when you're looking for something specific. It's yeah. Like- last year I spent so much money shopping small like LGBTQ owned mm-hmm. businesses, which I have like a list in my instagram highlights if you want to look on so many t-shirts and stuff that i just wear on the daily like (laughs) i'll buy like my like the queer like the queer things that i buy Mm -hmm. like that are like pride merch i guess you could say that's all from like small yeah whatever mostly etsy i'll like find that it says queer owned and buy from etsy Mm -hmm. but um 
anything like that the outfit that I wore to Pride yeah. last year that was like my little blue sparkly whatever. Uh, yeah. That's just I, I think it was fast fashion. Yeah. Mine my outfits for Pride came from all over. I made some stuff, I bought some stuff, put some stuff together. Oh, you can also there's this website called The Intentionalist and you can type in whatever <laughs> kind of lens you want to shop through. Kind of like you can probably filter on Etsy, but you could type like LGBTQ owned restaurants, bars, mm. Seattle, and it'll give you a list or black owned, blah, blah, Amazing. blah, women owned, which is so helpful. Go to your local gay bars, tip your drag yes. queens, tip your drag, tip your bartenders, queens. give them hundreds instead of ones. Oh, wow. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do that. Slay. <laughs> Imagine if we just like saved so much money to be able I would to do love. that. I feel like that's like a bucket list. I oh want to go and like throw absolute bands yeah. at a drag show. This year for my birthday, which is in December, but I want to do like a booth at Queer Bar for a drag Ooh, yeah. so we can all sit in a booth and then hopefully just have we'll like 20s and stuff. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. But it would be so fun. Oh, that would be amazing. That'd mm-hmm. be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, remind me to show you the outfits that I'm thinking. Oh, yes. After this pride. I mean, I am only going to one night, but yeah, that's okay. Yeah. It'll be fun. Um, we also will do, we're trying to put together like a pride episode. Yes. So we don't know what that will entail yet, but we'll definitely get that out in June. Yes. We're working on it. Yes. Our last year's ones were so good. I so, so we got to figure it out. Yes. So, so, so good. Um, maybe we should do, I was thinking of being, it being serious, but maybe we should do something more fun. Yeah. We totally could do something more fun. And happy. Yeah. I'm down for that. Queer joy. Okay. Do you want to get into that? Yes. So today our overarching theme for this episode (laughs) is going to be breakups. Yes, sir. We have a lot of different ways we could go with this. Um, the first thing I did want to say was Scandaval. Yeah. Because that's obviously the breakup of a generation, cheating scandal of a generation. Seriously. But I'm finally caught up in the new episode. The last part of the reunion comes out tomorrow. Yes. So. How do you feel? I feel that Ariana, Ariana, Ariana. Ariana. Ariana is a queen. And I'm so happy that she's thriving now. I feel that Sandoval doesn't even begin to understand the damage that he's caused, not only right. to Ariana, but to the friend group as a whole. And I feel the same about Raquel watching part two of the reunion, even part one where Raquel is in the trailer mm-hmm. watching the group because she can't be in the same room as Sheena. And they cut to her for her reactions when like Sheena is sobbing over this restraining They're order. They're all sobbing. They're Sheena, all sobbing. Lala and Ariana are like barely holding it together. Yes. Like at one point, James is like, Lala needs tissues because she just has like their faces are like literally wet with tears yes. sobbing. And they cut to Raquel and with the blankest also, face I've sorry, ever seen. One more thing. Uh-huh. I feel like if you don't watch, we need to give you like a backstory of what she was crying so hard about. Sheena? Or- yeah, Sheena. Okay, yeah. She and Tom have been friends for like 12 years. And yeah. then she and Raquel became even closer than like Lala. Or even closer than Ariana and Raquel. Yeah. So these were like two of her very best friends Mm -hmm. which i feel like puts you in a really weird position because it didn't happen to you so like yeah it almost hurts worse because it's like 
I can't even have the like anger of you did this to me to like survive off of. I only have the hurt yeah, of like this fair. didn't even happen to me, and I you didn't even think about me. Yeah, like that. And kind I've of completely thing. lost you as friends. Yes. I can't be your friend now. And she's expressing about she's talking about how not only did she go through this, but then just be served with a bogus restraining order that mm-hmm. like detrimentally impacted her life and her ability to like be there for her friends and family mm-hmm. like how badly that impacted her life and then she was like not only was I not okay and like not protecting or like taking care of my kid because I was like in such a dark place but like I get I get served this restraining order and I'm having a full-blown panic attack to the point that my in my two-year-old mm-hmm. is watching me and she has now had a panic attack because she is petrified of what is happening to her mother and yeah. Sheena is bawling her eyes out talking about how like this situation has made her a bad mom and like put her daughter in danger yes. and everyone is sobbing yes cut to Ra- Raquel go yeah cut to Raquel in the trailer and she has the blankest look on her face I've ever seen. It was truly like it was, she I've was seen like on smiling. I've seen on other podcasts they described her as lights on nobody home. Like mm-hmm. it's like she did couldn't even form a single drop of remorse for the situation. And she even turns to one of the producers and was like, "Oh, maybe I should have wrote Sheena a sorry note." And she's like laughing, literally laughs. And I'm just so confused at what goes on in the span of this woman's emotions, like her Mm -hmm. emotional capability. It's wild because we've seen her break down, like spontaneously start crying about aging out of pageants, about her and James relationship. So I know that there has to be some depth in there, right? but she cannot seem to conjure it at all for all of the pain she has caused. And it is absolutely wild. And I'm not blaming her for the situation more than Tom. Tom, has more loyalty to his partner of nine years than Raquel did, obviously. But I don't know how you could do that to your best friend. I don't know how you could do that in the context of this group. I just I can't imagine. Absolutely. And, well, a couple things. One, I saw on TikTok a clip of that scene where she like says i feel like i should have written her a handwritten note or something yeah and then it like flashed to like this piece of paper that somebody had written like either with their left hand or it was a child and it said i'm sorry because of nothing (laughs) (laughs) that's probably how she feels (laughs) yes it's crazy i think that the reason why she doesn't have that one i think she's not capable of like grasping other people's emotions yeah like I just I think that she's I don't think she's a narcissist I just think that she's like not all there I think that there might be a disability of some sort Hmm. that we're dealing with Hmm. because I truly don't think that she like can grasp anything yeah and two I think that she has been so severely gaslit and manipulated to believe that this situation is something that it is not I agree with that because even when Tom went and visited her in the trailer during their lunch break, she said to him, well, it didn't feel good to hear those things about where your intimacy with Ariana was actually at. Right. She's clearly been led to believe that they weren't having sex at all. And Ariana's like, we had sex, you know, Valentine's or whatever uh, during that time. Mm -hmm. And so Raquel's left kind of like, huh, that's not the truth that I thought was true. Yeah. And so that makes sense. I don't know about 
But with all that said too, like even somebody that's like the stupidest person on the motherfucking planet knows you don't have an eight month long affair with your best friend's boyfriend. So my only guess is I think not only has she been misled by, let's face it, this much older man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, He's like 20 years older than her. Yeah, he's 42. I think she's our age, 28. Oh, is she? Yeah. Should we? Should I fact check it? Sure. I know he's like forty, isn't he? He's yeah, forty-two. He, when I turned forty, I feel like I just lost my mojo. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. But I think Raquel also grew up during pageants where all your worth was dictated by other people finding you attractive, and I yeah. think that that's kind of her mode of living, and. She finds a lot of her validation now in men and what they think of her. I think that. And I think she's also incredibly selfish because she was trained to be and. She's 28. That's how it is. So I think it's a mix of things, but I just like hope for anyone she encounters in her future that she can (laughs) begin to spark some empathy. (laughs) Well, and another thing too is like she should really, really not be on this show next season no like, yeah for her not even like i would love it would be t- reality tv gold for yeah. her to be on but like these are some of the meanest people on the planet like yeah they're they cutthroat are cutthroat they do they will like fucking gut her mm-hmm. in every single thing and be cruel on purpose and i'm not saying she doesn't really deserve it yeah but i am saying you can't survive that. You can't heal. You cannot during heal. that. No. I've heard that her parents are like, she's not coming. We're not going to let her come back. Yeah. They're like Katie Holmesing her was the term <laughs> I heard on another podcast. Like, like, nope, you're getting a divorce from Tom. Gr- like, <laughs> yes. this is the situation. It's done. Yeah. So who knows? But I, and I feel like I don't mean to be harder on her than I am on Tom. I just feel like Tom is such a lost cause as I, a man yeah. in the middle of his life. It's and he seems like he's shown no growth really since he cheated mm-hmm. on what's her name Kristen. Kristen. It's the same shit. And it's the same excuse. We're not having sex. We're not any blah man, blah blah. It's any not man that says like growing. oh I cheated because we're not having sex. Like you're a fucking idiot and no one gives a shit about yeah. a single opinion that you're comes out of your mouth. You're a coward is what you are and, and you're weak. We're not. I I don't even think that you're like not coming down on him. I truly think that like. He is a textbook narcissist. We know why he did what he did. And it's because he's a horrible fucking person and a narcissist. And with her, it's like you, it's confusing. It's like, what, why did she do Why did you do this? Where it's like with him, it's like, well, we know why you're a piece of fucking shit. Yeah, I agree. And it's, he seems like truly such a lost cause. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. think there's redemption for him. I think for Raquel, because she's so young and because like, I would say there's probably a little bit of power imbalance in that relationship. Totally. I think that she can come back from this, not with these friends, Mm-mm. which I wouldn't either. I would never want to be around her again. But yeah. I think in her life, she yeah. can pick up the pieces if she is actually at whatever fucking wellness center she's at working <laughs> on herself. It's probably a spa, but who knows? I saw or I heard on a podcast and this like was so it like actually gave me goosebumps where somebody I think it was Stassi saw Schwartz and she said to him like you need to be done with Sandoval like Mm -hmm. you you need to like 
he's going to ruin your life and like he's going to take you down with him. Mm -hmm. And she was like giving him this advice and she was like, I know you're not going to do any of this, but just know if the rules were reversed, he would fucking drop you. Yeah. He would kill, like he would not stop at anything to absolutely destroy you and save himself. And that was like bone chilling. Like Schwartz is absolutely like jumping off a cliff for this man. Mm -hmm. Like absolutely ride or die. Like anything Mm -hmm. you say, I'll have your back. I'll lie for you. Like all of the things. And if the roles were reversed, he would sell Schwartz and Sandy's out from under him. He would break the contract. He would do whatever he, he had to do to save himself. Completely. Absolutely. Yeah. And he would like, if you're going down, I'm going to light the match. And yeah. he would beat everybody to the punch so that he they could completely separate. Mm-hmm. And poor little, like, I mean, not poor Schwartz, because if you watch anybody that says that they liked Schwartz at the beginning is a walking red flag. (laughs) I just started. I watched season one, episode one the other day because I only watched the last seasons nine and ten. But even through that, I can tell exactly what the situation is. I mean, just the scene of him pouring a drink on her. Like, (gasps) whoa, kimchi. No, thank you. You good, girl? Hey, go tell dad that. No, thanks. Um, yeah no i know she's just like horrible so i don't mean like poor schwartz in the sense but i'm just like he also there's that scene oh shoot you haven't seen it there's a scene in like season i think it's season six or something it's their joint katie and schwartz's um joint bachelor at bachelorette party and the guys all go out and drag one of the nights oh yeah and Katie and Schwartz are just fighting the entire time. Like, there's multiple times when he's like, I'm not fucking getting married. And they're, like, at their bachelor party. <laughs> God. Why and did he ever marry her? He hates I her. <laughs> and they're, like, screaming about how, like, Katie's so mean to Schwartz and all of this stuff. And Sandoval's, like, being Sandoval. And he slams the door open. And he goes, he's a fucking battered wife. And he slams the door open. And Schwartz is sitting in on the toilet in drag. And he's just like staring <laughs> at the yells camera. That? Yeah. So Sandoval funny. yells it in drag. He's like in his cap with like full drag makeup. And he's like, he's a fucking battered wife. And kicks the door open. And, and Schwartz is like. Not a word. Just sitting on the toilet. <laughs> that is the only thing I like about Sandoval is his like appreciation of like nail polish, makeup. <laughs> yes. He loves fashion. He'll get into drag. I think m- more than once. Oh, he's like always. Yeah, he yeah. does drag a lot. But it's that was so. I brought that up because it's so funny. Like <laughs> that he says, like <laughs> he's a battered wife. And I wanted in that scene. I was like, he's your battered wife. No, he is. <laughs> like. If I feel bad for him in any situation, it's because you abuse him. No, the the love story of Vanderpump <laughs> Rules is Tom and Tom. It is not any of these other relationships. Absolutely. It is them. Absolutely. And it's all, yeah, it is, it's wild. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That's- um, one other thing I'll just say before we move on from this, I am so excited to hear what the, like, the big reveal, the big is. reveal is. Do you have a theory? I mean, there's a million theories out there. No, I don't have a theory. And the reason being is everything that they, that I like foresee it. If it were just going to be like, oh, this dramatic piece happened, Mm -hmm. like it wouldn't be dramatic enough for producers to not be filming right now. Katie was on, um, 
the vile files yes and she said like i'm uncomfortable with the fact that we're not filming right now Mm -hmm. like why this is the reality tv goals like Mm -hmm. our lives right now what is happening why aren't we filming ariana why aren't we filming tom filming tom and raquel like right now yeah and the answer to that is that producers are waiting Mm -hmm. for this reveal because it will drastically change how the show unfolds yeah change everything apparently and Lisa Vanderpump's a producer. Like, the producers would not, unless they, like, had to for mm-hmm. some reason, they would not be missing all of this. Yeah. So that's, like, the one thing that I'm, like, I feel like it has to be big enough because no producer's, like, oh, we just really care about your feelings. Yeah. And we want to make sure that you have all the information before going forward. Yeah. No. They yeah. would not. They don't fucking care about you. Mm-hmm. So, like, what is it? legally who are they bringing on to the show yeah who do we like what is the reveal in the way that like it's going to impact the way that the show runs because producers don't care about you yeah or the way that people or the way that the cast would want to be on the show going forward like right. could, i don't i have no idea but it's been like the longest however long it's been since part two and so i'm so excited to watch it I'm tomorrow i'm so excited to watch it tomorrow so. I think also new ultimatum episodes come out tomorrow. Yeah, well. so many good things. I know. That's a whole nother can of worms. Yeah. They're all terrible. Okay, so you want to talk more breakups. So obviously that's the breakup that rocked a nation. Yes. Um, there's also this lesbian YouTube breakup that I just have to tell you. That happened like two days ago. I was on YouTube and I saw this video and it was like, we broke up. And I was like, oh shit. And it's this couple named Bria and Chrissy. And they've been together for 12 years at this point, married for five. And they're like OG lesbian YouTubers, basically. And Bria, for five years of their relationship, Chrissy was dealing with a revenge porn lawsuit. And so that took up so much of their relationship and Bria gave so much during that time all she could think about was making sure Chrissy was okay getting this they won the case they passed a new law because of it so it was a huge success and then when they got the verdict that um, they had won the trial Chrissy proposed to Bria and was like she's been through my side been by my side throughout this whole thing how could I not marry her so they got married they've been married for five years last year on TikTok I saw them making TikToks about how they are They've opened their marriage and they're dating as a couple, other women. Okay. And I was like, that's interesting. So I would kind of watch along. They'd have their girlfriends in TikToks. They they were dating. They all seemed very happy. And I was like, okay, cool. Slay. Was it like one girlfriend? or like- They together yes. had three girlfriends at Whoa. one time. Okay. Yeah. Which is, a, I'm like, that's a full-time job. But a full-time job. <laughs> anyways, Yes. So then I see this video, we broke up and I'm like, your water bottle. Will you put it on the floor? So it doesn't make a huge crash. Yes. I see this video. We broke up and basically it starts with them two together. And we're like, hi, we just want to say we're getting a divorce. Um, We both love each other so much. Please don't send hate to either one of us. It's nobody's fault. All that basic boilerplate stuff that couples say when they break up in the public eye. And then like when Sonoma and what's her name broke up? Sonoma, Sedona, Sedona. (laughs) Sonoma sounds like um Sonoma. That's good. That's funny. Sonoma sounds like a Girl Scout cookie. Sedona and Riley. But yes, exactly like that. She was too teeny tiny. (laughs) I'll say it. 
she is now dating someone who is also teeny tiny. So I think Good. So she thought so too. They're very happy together. <laughs> but um, exactly like that. So that's how the video starts. And then it's like, okay, Bria is going to tell her side and her feelings and get that all out. And then I guess in the next video, Chrissy will tell her side. So then it cuts to just Bria alone. Okay. Because if we're going to go through this trauma, we're going to fucking profit from it. Yes. <laughs> And basically, they were dating as a couple. Well, before that, like five years ago, Chrissy came to Brie and said, I've fallen in love with another woman. And I would like to date this woman and be married to you. And she's my girlfriend. And Bria was like, this is devastating to me. But Chrissy was like, I'm Polly. Like, I'm polyamorous. This mm-hmm. is a part of who I am. This is as much as my identity as I am a lesbian. Like, I, my heart yearns to be open in this way. And did like, and that was Chrissy or Bria? That was Chrissy. And okay. so Bria, and did Bria, like, not love any of her girlfriends, or was it just so like this, this was way before that? Oh, so I'm going okay. a little back in time. So okay. This was the first time where they had discussed anybody being Polly, was because Chrissy fell in love with a woman and brought it to Bria and was like, I'm Polly. This is part of me. I want to date and also be married to you. And Bria said, Okay. I I don't I love you so much. I don't want to lose you over this. If you feel the need to have this girlfriend, we can. That girlfriend breaks Chrissy's heart. And then um she but it was incredibly hard for Bria to have her dating this girl. And then they break up and Chrissy says, I can offer you monogamy for a period of time, but just because I know that's what you need right now after we just went through this, but just know that in my heart, I'm gonna wanna be Polly again. And so five years later is like now-ish is what I'm talking about, where they've had girlfriends they've been dating as a couple, because that was one of their rules was we let's date as a couple together. And so they've had girlfriends on TikTok, looks like everything's fun and fine. One of the girlfriends, Bria and her relationship, it was not sustainable. It wasn't going well. So Bria wants to break up with said girlfriend. But Chrissy really likes said girlfriend. Mm. And that she, shows a little bit more of like who you are as a person outside of any identity, mm-hmm. because as a partner, you would want your partner to be happy and not like above your own yes. happiness. And that shouldn't ever be the case. But like, if you are putting up your, like, if you're putting your partner in a position to be unhappy, that says more yeah, about you. Exactly. Right? I think so. I don't think, yeah. To be like, I agree. I'm, I'm doing all of this for you and to make you happy and to like, fulfill that part of you Mm -hmm. because I love you so much and I want to stay married to you and it's outside of my comfort zone but this is what I can offer you and work with you and I want you to be yourself and all of Mm -hmm. these things and then to be like this person isn't adding to my life and I can't do this anymore and then for you to be like what I'm assuming is going to be like well I don't want to break up with her I'm going to keep sleeping with her yes because their (laughs) agreement was we date together we break up together so if one of us wants out we break up with this person together and so Bria Bria's like, okay, this this is not working out between her and I. I'm going to break up with her. Let's break up. And Chrissy goes, mm, I want to keep dating her. I can't offer you that at this time. Like, I need to keep dating her. Like, I love her, whatever. Oh, no. Yeah. So Bria's like Chrissy. devastated because she says, so you're choosing this other woman over me. That's how I feel in this moment is you're choosing her over me. I'm your wife. And she says, no, Bria, I'm choosing polyamory over monogamy. And so Bria's like, I know, which is like, ah! <laughs> but Bria's like, okay, if, if you're framing it like that and that's how you feel and this is who you are, I can wrap my head around that. Like, if you want to keep dating her, that's how this is going to be. I love you so much. 
we can do that. So she keeps dating this girlfriend, right? This girlfriend, they live in Portland, by the way. This girlfriend lives in Arizona. So Chrissy decides I need to take one trip a month down to see my girlfriend. Like one week of the month, I need to go be with her because I love her. And so Bria's like, okay, so one week out of the month, that's fine. So she goes and does that. And then a little time goes by and Chrissy comes back to Bria and says, it's not enough. I need two weeks out of the month. I need two trips a month to go down to Arizona and spend with my girlfriend. You're still my primary partner. You're my wife. I love you so much. Like, this is what I need. And Bria's like, okay, okay. So like, she's giving, giving like, okay, you can do that two weeks out of the month. You can spend with her. But she's very hurt and conflicted because she feels like, I'm like half your wife and I get half of your life now. Like this isn't really what I signed up for. I don't feel that primary anymore, but she has her do it. Then that girlfriend moves up to the Pacific Northwest, like in her RV. She like lives an RV lifestyle camping in the woods, which is what Chrissy, I guess, has always wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And so now she's in the Pacific Northwest and Chrissy's like can spend more time with her. She's not flying to Arizona. So she comes to Brienne says, I want to spend like two nights a week with her. the rest of the week is still with you you're still my primary I still love you two nights a week I want to be with my girlfriend and she's like okay okay so she like gives in and that goes and then a little while later she comes back to Bria and is like it's not enough I want to spend um like five nights a week with my girlfriend I'm like messing up the numbers but you get it she's asking for more and then she comes back and is like or she probably comes back and says I want four nights and then she says she wants five And she's like, so five nights of the week, you're going to be with your girlfriend and not your wife in our house that we bought together, that this is the life we built together. I'm really not feeling like like your primary partner anymore. Out of her fucking misery at this point. I know. Like, stop abusing this person that you so like love Mm -hmm. out of like you almost being a coward. Like, you're not being honest about your feelings. You're stringing your wife along and she is like willing to do anything for you put her out of her fucking misery yes exactly so then she's bria sitting here at this point okay two nights a week now is what we've come to that i get and five nights a week you're with your girlfriend you're gonna come to me in two weeks and say you want six six nights with her and just one with me and then what zero and i'm out like where is this going and so then chrissy comes back to bria and says bria I want all my nights with her and none with you. I'm monogamous. I don't want to be with you anymore. I want to oh be with her. Oh my god! I know. I know. I Isn't don't that know fucking these people crazy? I want to fucking cry. I know. <laughs> Isn't that just the most shattering thing? Because she's not just saying, oh my God. I want saying- more time with my partner. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm Polly, I'm Polly. And Bree's like, okay, if you're Polly, that's part of who you are. And she's yep. like, no, I'm monogamous. And I want to be monogamous with monogamous with not you and that is like so for the last five years yes you've been lying to me i mean maybe she didn't i was just figuring it out she's like figuring it out whatever but for the last five years i've been like betraying who i am yes i've been giving up who i just if we if you're gonna say that you're poly and i'm gonna say that i am monogamous yeah i am giving up as much as i i would be asking you to give up for you to be monogamous with me so i'm giving up all of this exact same thing. I'm giving up that yeah. part of myself. I'm giving up half of my wife. Mm-hmm. I'm 
I'm learning to trust you in a way that I'm not made to trust. Yes. And you're going to fucking be- <gasps> yes. I want to like break my laptop. I know. See, oh I knew you would have this reaction. God. Erica was like, wow, that's crazy. And I'm like, oh, I got to tell Nikki. <laughs> and then she says, then she has the audacity to say, because you know how Bria was like her protector and helped her through that yeah. lawsuit and all these things and like really spent her life making sure Chrissy was okay and caring about her. Then Chrissy says in the same, I think, conversation or maybe a day later, I don't know, after she says she wants to be monogamous with her girlfriend, she says, Bria, your love healed me and I don't need that love anymore. Isn't that crazy? That's the most horrifying. I know. <laughs> oh my God. I know. Let me use you to fix myself mm -hmm. and then dispose of you when yeah. you no longer suit me. Yeah. So now... And then she always said, <laughs> I know. And she always said, like Chrissy always said, I won't divorce you. I won't leave you like that needs to come from you. And Bria was like, I should have left five years ago yeah. like this. I just wasn't strong enough. I love her so much. I would do anything to stay anything for her to be with me. And now it's clear that she doesn't want that. So then she called her and was like, while she was camping with her girlfriend and said, I'm, I, we need to get divorced. And she was like, okay, let's get divorced. And so now Bria's in their like dream home, essentially in Portland. And Chrissy lives with her girlfriend in an RV in the woods. Oh my gosh. And it, this happened like three days ago and it's horrible. I need to send her an edible arrangement. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Isn't that crazy? Seriously. Chrissy said, I'm sorry because nothing. Yes. Uh, oh my yes. God. I know. That is devastating, horrible, diabolical, disgusting. Yeah. Poo poo head. And people in the comments on her Instagram, like Chrissy's Instagram, were like, I can't believe you would do that to Bria. We're not staying neutral on this. You give Polly people a bad name. Totally. Like, this is well, not. It, it's not fair to, like, say, oh, I'm Polly when, like, you just don't really love your wife enough. Yeah. Like, that's what's not fair. Like, yeah. that's not true. It's not how poly people feel. Yeah. It's not how people who are poly would treat their primary. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just not how it fucking works. Yeah. So for you to be like, mm, I believe in monogamy, but just not with you, but I'm not going to tell you that. Exactly. Like, that is so fucked up. I know. And it invalidates poly people, like, more than anything in the world. Yeah. And, like... Ooh, it's so bad i'm so upset and so now i'm like are they really gonna make another video where chrissy tells her side because i don't think people are gonna want it and even bria her telling of the story was still so flattering to chrissy you can right. tell she loves her so much and it's gonna be so hard for her to move past this in life but that is so crazy fucking sad i know that is so sad when you were talking about like oh i should have left five years ago it's so weird though to like be in a when you, like when you're married i've i've had this conversation with so many people even before i got married but it's like when i said my vows i said my vows to nathan and to you, all of my friends and family mm -hmm. to his friends and family and to god like that's how i view yeah all of those vows that i said that's why we had a wedding it's why i mm -hmm. said my vows in front of everybody and i have said it to nathan that like those are not just promises that i keep to you mm -hmm. but to all of the people that we love yeah and so like or I read a book that was like this old man was asked, you know, or I don't even think I read this book. I think Samantha did. But this old man was asked like, oh, you were married for so long. Like, didn't you ever want to leave? And he said, not at the same time. 
Like they both were like, oh, you know, oh, we yeah, were just yeah. like lucky enough to not want to leave at the same yeah. time because marriage is fucking hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, like so far for me, it's not, but you know, like you <laughs> yeah. go through things and like somebody wants to leave. And so like yeah. for her, she was probably like, I'm going to be strong enough to get us through this. Mm-hmm. And like, eventually you're going to be like the strong person and like, we're going to take turns being strong and we're not going to leave. And like, mm-hmm. I'm going to push through this and like yeah. all of that. So for her to like go against her gut instinct and like turn her back on who she is. Yeah. Oh, that is gut wrenching. Yeah. Like in that space, you're probably just like, nope, I made promises and I am going to stick through it. Yeah. And to know that the other person like isn't stick, like she wasn't, mm-hmm. she wasn't trying to stick through it. She was being selfish. Yes. And she 100%. was like making up an excuse to get what she wanted mm-hmm. out of the relation, out of her marriage. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. Oh my God. I'm so mad. I know. I literally was listening to this yesterday and watching the video and I was like, oh my God, I can't even believe that. Oh my God. She would do that. When we were on, this is reminding me of when we were on Riley's bachelorette party, I'd said to Friday, I have never met a hill I won't die on. Like, uh-huh. I've never had a neutral opinion about uh-huh. anything in my life. Yeah. And I think that that's probably why when you got that reaction from Erica, you were like, Nikki, I'll feel different. Yes. I only have strong opinions. Like, she was like, that's crazy and that's super fucked up. But I was like, no, Nikki's going to be like, they spit on marriage. Like, yes. <laughs> she destroyed everything I'm that also, I cherish. I'm incapable of having a mild opinion. Yeah. So. No, I know. But I think it's that crazy. I think it's that crazy. Yeah. And it just hurts even worse because Bria was the one who always took care of her. And it's so like, it's, did she even appreciate that? I guess at the end of the day, she thinks her love healed me and now I don't need it anymore, which is just wild. Even if you feel that way, you don't say that. How dare you say that out loud to someone? Oh my God. The trauma that would, the way that would stay with me. Oh yeah. Like I I should never love anyone fully then because then once they fill their cup, they're going to (gasps) leave. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. That's terrible. Oh my god. Also for her to like propose after all of that, it shows even more of like her character of like, oh, I don't love you. I love what you do for me. Exactly. And that exactly. is like anytime somebody is like asked like, oh, why do you love this person? And they're like, oh, they just treat me so well. I'm like, yeah. okay, so you don't love them. You, you love like what they give the you. The way they make you feel about yourself. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's like she proposed after that to be she like. She proposed on the court steps in front of cameras mm. when they got the verdict it's that they won the when trial. You said that, I was yeah. Like, when you said that, I was like, I don't think I'd like that. It was a moment. So it's like, she's been with me. They were talking to news cameras. She's like, how can I not marry her? And then she asked her to marry her. It's crazy. Oh my gosh. I want to egg her. I know. Me too. Well, we can drive to Portland and find her in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where she is. For legal reasons, that's a joke. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing that. Do not harm. Don't send hate. Don't leave hate comments. Just think them in your head and DM them to us. We'll talk shit about <laughs> yes. it if you care enough. Oh my gosh. That is so crazy wild. Yeah. So I... that was a breakup that happened recently another one that happened recently was taylor swift and maddie healy reportedly broke up which like we knew would thank happen. god yeah yeah there's not much to say i feel like besides i'm so glad yeah and also like eh. yeah we didn't really believe it not yeah. that surprised yeah do you have any celeb breakups that have haunted you there's to this day one that has stuck with me and like i feel 
guilty and sad, like feeling sad about it Mm -hmm. because it was a toxic relationship and we should be like very happy that they're divorced. But I just, I really loved when Chloe and Lamar were married. Oh, I really, really loved it when they were married and like he was abusive and like Chloe has been through so much. Yeah. And I didn't read his book, but I did watch a 100-part series on TikTok <laughs> about his book. 100 parts? 100 parts. Oh, my God. Um, And that was one thing. I started at, like, 9, and I, like, think that I gave up at, like, 3 a.m. Oh, my God. That's I wild. could have read the book in that time, I am I sure. I was going to say, I'm sure you could have. <laughs> they, like... The TikToker, like, would take excerpts from the book and then, like, show Kardashian clips of, like, when that was happening. Those people do the Lord's work. They really do. And I just, like, the stories that are in his book are, like, so insane. And then the fact that Chloe still protects him is, like, very Stockholm syndrome-y. But also, Mm. like, she does love, like, you can tell that he, he is somebody that she will, like... Yeah. She's still his power of attorney. Did you know that? No. When he like went through all of his medical stuff, they were like still married. Uh-huh. And she halted his divorce because she didn't she wanted to be able to take care of him through all of that. Right, right, right. I remember that. And he has kids. And when they turned 18, she asked them, like, would you like to be his power of attorney now? And they said no. They were mm-hmm. like, No, we would like it to still be you. Mm. And she was like, okay. So she's still his power of attorney. This woman has the world on her shoulders, she I swear to God. She really does. That's crazy. There's a story in, in his book about how while they were married, he probably had sex with over a thousand women. Really? And that there was a, there's a story. I mean, okay, so this is why I feel guilty about like being sad. I don't think I knew the extent of this. I thought he just did drugs and it was a drug problem and oh. that's why she wanted out. I didn't know no. he was abusive or anything. I mean, there was, like, so Chloe didn't know about, they got married, they met and got married within, like, 30 days. Right. So, like, she did I, I remember that. Which, and, like, for a drug addict, that makes sense. Like, that tracks that he, like, you know, makes rash decisions mm-hmm. and is, like, whatever. Also, I'm just very, very impressed that, like, this, this dr- severe drug addict can be, like, in the NBA playing and be good, and like right? Good, Isn't he good? I think so. We could ask Nathan, but like I think now. he was good. Yeah. Um, and so they got married, and they bought this house, and they had their show, and Rob Kardashian lived with them, and like from the show standpoint, they were like super super happy. But she constantly was alluding to like, no one knows what I go through, mm-hmm. like all of these things, and then she has severe daddy issues as well right so like it was like a perfect storm Mm. and he writes in his book that chloe had no idea about the drugs until one night he locked himself into in their like basement game room or whatever Mm -hmm. and he said that he had mountains of coke on the table and that at one point he like couldn't like sniff the coke anymore and so he was just taking it in his hands and shoving it up his nose well he's a big guy yeah (laughs) my god but that is frightening frightening and then he must have been taking other drugs too that he like didn't mention in the book Mm -hmm. um and he said that at one point he got so paranoid that there were people screaming at him in the walls that he took a golf club and was like 
tearing the walls apart with his bare hands and with the golf club and that he like ripped all of the drywall out of the basement. Oh my God. Chloe hears what's going on and is like begging to be let into the room Yeah, and it's locked and he's like screaming at her. And then she, I mean, I'm trying not to laugh. She invites one of her his friends over to the house to like try to like yeah de-escalate the situation and she still has not seen him yet and he tech he calls him and is like trying to get it he's like answer the phone bud like screaming through the door Mm -hmm. and lamar says in the book that he was so out of it that he would the guy would say something to him and lamar would text him and be like hey man i can't come to the door right now what's up what and then the friend would like read it and be like, so you're texting me, like, let me in. And he was like, no, nah, man, I'm, I'm pretty busy. Like he wouldn't respond to him. He would text him as if they were having like a texting yeah. conversation. So then they finally break the door down and Rob is there now. Uh-huh. And he like tries to fight Rob and he shoves Chloe. And um. he said that at that point he was like covered in blood from mm. the damage Destroy that he had everything. done. And so like, then after that, like it just got worse and worse and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And Chloe didn't tell a single member of her family. I and she like that. threatened Rob because she was like, I love this man and I'm gonna get him through it. And if I tell them, then it's done. Yeah. And she ended up telling Chris, and there was like this one moment that so then they started tracking him too because mm-hmm. he would just disappear like mm-hmm. all the time. And they tracked him to this hotel and he says that he, all he remembers is he had a, a ton of hookers in the suite and that right. Chloe and Chris and their bodyguards busted the door like open or, or like busted it into the room. Yeah. I'm sure they got a key. I've worked at a hotel. I don't know how they got a key. <laughs> but they don't get, you can get sued so bad for that. Yeah. Anyway, they get a key. They, he said that the way that Chris was taking the hookers, they were having bodyguards taking the hookers in the room, and Chris was threatening them to sign NDAs. She had a stack of oh NDAs. God. And that Chloe walked into the room and just started swinging and was just, like, fighting everybody in the room. Yeah. And that he just sat on the couch and was, like, watching this go down and just sat there. And then Chris was like, okay, Lamar, we're going home. And he was like, okay. You're really selling this book to me, I'll be honest. Yeah. I do kind of want to read it. So, like, he goes through everything in the book, but before having read that, I was just, like, always so devastated that right. they were broken up. Mm-hmm. And then I, I I just said that I read the book. I did not. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, she, <laughs> she read a hundred parts on TikTok <laughs> yes. is what she read. But um, there's, like, if you rewatch the Kardashians, there's, like, clips of, you know, Caitlyn saying you know, drug addicts are fucking idiots and like, you know, Mm -hmm. just in random conversation. Yeah. And it like shows Kendall like glance at Chloe and then like look back at Caitlin. Mm. And it's like, do they know? Do they not know? Are they suspecting things? Like what is going on at this time? It's just really, really wild. But that breakup was messy and wild. And now I'm obviously like so happy that Chloe is like out of that situation. Yeah. But even after reading that, whenever people are like, Chloe's an idiot for going back to Tristan and Chloe this and blah, 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 and serves Mm -hmm. her right. She knows who he is. It's like, this is now just, she is like such an abused person. Yeah. Like enough with the victim blaming. Enough with the victim blaming. Yeah. Oh my God. 
Uh, that is so many things I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I will say I do believe that Lamar knows in his heart that like Chloe was his could have been his forever Absolutely. and he'll always love her and he knows he messed up. But like that doesn't mean you deserve to have her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm happy there. I watched well. him on he was on Dancing with the Stars a couple years ago mm-hmm. and it just was I also just feel like poor drug addicts i feel like so sad for him it's really sad i feel so sad for him and like he would try to do the steps and he just couldn't and as you can just tell that his brain is just like yeah so gone and it just was so sad that is really sad so anyway poor chloe poor lamar that's your breakup that hurt that's my breakup that hurt yeah that's your only one yeah pretty much i mean i feel like i am interested in other breakups but like yeah yeah that's my one my one was also lesbian youtubers it was when shannon and cammy broke up I, yeah. I was so shocked that you didn't say that before well just because the other one just happened yeah, but yeah, yeah. shannon and cammy were lesbian youtubers that literally helped me come out like i could see on youtube in real time like these were women young women who looked like me dating each other kissing each other in public mm-hmm. vlogging their lives and i was amazed by that amazed by that it truly helped me visualize that that could be me and yeah. i could have a girlfriend and i could come out of the closet so i loved them and they're both just beautiful loving amazing people yeah. on the internet and when they broke up that was a sad time yeah and i still wanted them to be together but they're both very happy cammy just got married to somebody mm. else and r.i.p yeah they're like friends it's all, it's all good it's all yeah. love it's all love I, I was upset when shannon and fletcher broke up mm-hmm. too but we didn't even get to know that they were truly dating until they broke up so i feel like i was robbed of enjoying it while it was going on <laughs> but it's fine i also i was like i feel like i was kind of sad when Miley and Liam broke up. Oh, same. But then, like, we figured out Liam's kind of sucks, and I was like, oh, okay. But then I was really excited when um, <clears throat> Miley started dating other Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 so yeah. Not, not Caitlyn, Caitlyn Jenner, Jenner, but Brody. Brody's, Brody Jenner's wife is named Caitlyn, or ex-wife now. Yeah, Caitlyn Jenner. Is named Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, I liked that too, and I was sad when they were. I loved when they were, like, boning and being hot, and I On I the just, beach, like, on, on the, the yacht. Beach, on the yacht, yeah. And Caitlyn wrote, like, an article about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, like, and, a whirlwind romance yeah, yeah, for yeah. her. Yeah, totally. Loved that, but. Soon. Yeah. Do you have any good breakup stories? Not really. I feel like all of, like... I have, I only have, like, one significant breakup that, like, I don't know, like, cha- like affected yeah. my life in a, in a, in a big way, and that just was, like, scary and tumultuous, so not mm. something that I, like, would want to get into. Not something like something you, unhinged things you've done after a breakup, well, or anything that, funny or more lighthearted. Yes, I actually did just think of something. Oh, tell me. When I was in college... um I dated this guy and when we broke up we like broke up but then we're still dating Mm. which which never do that just don't ever do that if you are gonna be (laughs) broken up with someone just be broken up with them yeah and 
then we were like in this weird place of like, okay, well, we're not dating, but I mean, like it was in college. So like really what it was, was he wanted to still be sleeping together. 100%. And I wanted to be dating him. So that's what that was. And I, this is like not just (laughs) an unhinged thing. This is probably like the most unhinged thing I have ever done. Oh, do tell. I would track, because this was before, like, you could have, like, find my friends Mm -hmm. or find my whatever. I gave him my Netflix login Mm -hmm. on all of his devices. (laughs) And then I would go into my computer and I would look up what the coordinates were of (laughs) what show was being watched when. Okay, Harriet the Spy. So that I could see if he was home. And then I would come over. Oh, my. And I was like, you would just show up or would you text? No, I would just show up. Oh my God. And And he'd be like, okay, let's have sex. Well, no, I remember one time he was like, what are you doing here? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and one time I showed up because I thought because of what he was watching, I thought he like was with a girl. Uh huh. And then that was the time I like walked into his apartment and he was like with a bunch of guys and they were like. Hi. I was like, hi, I think I left something here. And I just went into his room and like grabbed something. <laughs> and he was like, bye. <laughs> and left. Oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh I my God. I think that God. that's like the most unhinged thing I've ever done. That's hilarious. And it would tell you too what it was like being watched off of. So right. So you could see like if it was being off of a phone or like or bedroom TV or something. Or like whatever TV it was or anything oh, like that. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. And then he gave my Netflix login to somebody else. And I was like, nope, changing the password. Goodbye forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's what forever. crosses the line. <laughs> oh my God. This man also, one time um, when we were in college, he broke up with me like shortly after like a dance or something. And then when we were still seeing each other, he, um, oh my God, I literally forgot about this until this moment in my life. He acted, I made him, um, a shot ski mm-hmm. and I spent hours. I, I'm not going to say his name on the, on the podcast, but later I will tell you. And it is important to the story. Okay. So I may Tess, I'll tell you later. <laughs> the, the Shotsky, um, I made it for him for the dance. And then a couple weeks later, so he broke up with me shortly after the dance. And then a couple weeks later, maybe it was a while. I don't remember. I got a voicemail and I, of course I listened to every single second of the butt dial voicemail. And on it, he said, I was going to break up with her before the dance, but then she like told me that she was making this Shotsky and I wanted it. Oh my God. Yep. And I told somebody, told one of my friends who was in the frat, and they broke it. Oh my <laughs> I god! Was like, yeah, you fucking did. <laughs> your Shotsky healed him, and then yes. he didn't need it anymore. But he then my poor anymore. little twenty-year-old self—I don't even think I stopped seeing him after that. I think oh. the Netflix was the last. Oh my god! The last straw. That's fucking crazy. Isn't that wild? Yeah. You always expect to hear something. On a voicemail, but I did. That's a juicy thing to hear. Yes. And so specific about you. I was on my little Blackberry in college oh listening. My God. <laughs> listening to it being like <gasps> I was at work too. That's so I like, went funny. to the bathroom and cried. It was oh, so sad. That is so sad. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That's he was so funny. Ugly and his apartment smelled bad, so <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> You're 
job to figure it better. Yes. It's all good. Oh, yes. my God. My story that I thought of that I can share is a little bit similar to the tracking element. Okay. <laughs> like, someone I was dating in college, they dumped me, and I was devastated. Like, mm-hmm. so sad. <laughs> and so, obviously, I was religiously checking their Instagram, watching their stories, and also checking their Snapchat location all the time. <laughs> Just like constantly. Yes. Because because I was upset. And then yeah. I was a little bit unhinged because one time, this was at college, so I was at Wazoo. They went to a college like an hour away from me. And one night on a Tuesday, I look at SnapMap and I see their little emoji bitmoji at my friend's house down the street so then i texted my friend and i was like hey is so-and-so at your place right now Mm -hmm. and she was like yeah they're with so-and-so um visiting one of my roommates Mm -hmm. and i was like she was like i think they're going out tonight and i was like bet so am i (laughs) see you there because it was a tuesday and in my small college town there's only one bar out of the three that we have that you go to on tuesday nights and so i knew where they were gonna be stubby tuesdays baby Mm -hmm. you get the fishball glasses yeah and so i was like i have to do to get your name on one of those glasses i see you guys with that um, did you have that's more like mug club that's for the coog the taller mugs i think like riley has her name on that yeah i don't know what you have to do drink a certain amount of beers (laughs) i'll ask riley (laughs) okay the stubby glasses were different it was a different bar okay but basically yeah you can bring your glass and they'll fill it for you at a cheap rate basically get like an amf or whatever you want in there long island so i knew that they were gonna go there if they were gonna go out And I was fully in bed in pajamas at like 9 p.m. at this time. And I was like, I'm going out. So I got ready. Oh, my God. (laughs) Dressed in head to toe black because in my mind it was their funeral. (laughs) (laughs) With the love, the drama. I love the drama. I had no friends to go out with me that night. I was going to ask if you made somebody go out with you. um, There was this guy that I was kind of friends with. And he told me he was going out that night for his friend's birthday. And uh, he asked me to go. And I was initially like, no. But then I was like, I'll come. So Mm -hmm. then I went to their pregame got wasted went to the bar with them yeah it was so smart when you want to confront your ex (laughs) went to the bar and went downstairs saw them with their friends one of them was like became a mutual friend at this point so I was familiar with him and I was just dancing living my best life and then I kind of this is actually embarrassing in the long run this is super embarrassing what I just admitted was also (laughs) very embarrassing that's okay so I walk over there and basically our mutual friend at this point like intercepts me and is like hey don't do this they don't want to talk to you like at all yeah (laughs) and I was like sick (laughs) so then I was like I don't even remember what I said to him I think I just mumbo jumboed like oh my god I just wanted to say hi and like blah 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 like it's totally fine like why can't they just talk to me like what's the big deal or whatever and he was like don't do this (laughs) so I was like okay so then like what do you mean I just happened to be here oh my god this was a total accident yeah no way did I look this good for (laughs) just to do this (laughs) and they're like standing um literally two feet away from me maybe like okay maybe five feet away from me just with their back turned while the friend is talking to me not looking at me like refusing to look in my direction (laughs) the entire time so i'm like they're like they're like wait amanda's here no No, i don't even know her (laughs) this is basically what it felt like and in that moment when he was talking to me i felt like this big just so small i was like this actually sucks and i don't know what i'm doing here this was a mistake yeah So I, like, take my stubby glass and go upstairs of the bar and just hang out up there for a while. 
And then I think I end up wanting, I go to the bathroom or something, which is upstairs. And then I decided to go back downstairs to tell the original people I was with that I was going to leave. And I lived really far away. So I was kind of hoping one of the guys would like walk me home. Yeah. And as I go to turn the corner back down the stairs, I can hear my ex and their friends like coming up the stairs or at least I think I do I could have not but I I could hear them almost to the top so I just put down my huge stubby glass full of alcohol and like turn on my heel and beeline back to the bathroom because I could not bear to look at them at this point and then um I think it was them they leave and then um I find the friend that I came with and I'm like, hey, I'm going to go home. Like, do you want to come home too? not with me? But like, do you want to go home too? And he was like, yeah. And so um, we start walking back to my apartment and Jack in the Box is on the way. Mm-hmm. And he's like begging to go to Jack in the Box. He's like, come on, let's get some nuggets. Like, I'll get you nuggets. Like, let's go Jack in the Box. And I'm like, I really want to go home and just cry. But OK, I guess we'll go to Jack in the Box. And as we approach the Jack in the Box, who comes no. out of the fucking Jack in the Box is them. No, and I'm no, like, no, no, I could no. die in this moment. I could die in this moment. And then basically no words were exchanged, but we all see each other. Yeah. I get my chicken nuggets. I go home and just like sob for hours. I think I I drunk called so many people hoping anyone would talk to me. I think Nathan was one of them. And I got so many worried texts the next day. Like, you good? Why are you calling at three in the morning? And I was like, it's fine. I'm totally fine. And for years after that. The friends of yeah. my ex thought that I followed them to the Jack in the Box. Shut and I was like, up. I'm not that crazy. Do they still do no, they think that? Not me. Oh, have, no, no. Have no, you no. asked? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And if they're listening to this, I don't know if they are. Or not, I literally but... <laughs> was about to be like, do you think they're listening? I don't know. We're friends now, so yeah. it's fine. Yeah. I think it's funny to look back on, and it's a funny story. But they, I think they also might have thought I followed them there, but I didn't. And they know that now. <laughs> hey, if you're listening. I did not follow you. I the jury's still out. I think she followed you. I did. <laughs> I swear to God. But yeah, that was pretty funny. Oh, that's But I mean, so I funny. did intentionally go there. I was like, you're going to come to my college town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the one that's bar. That's not even their school. After you well, dumped me. And if I'm being real. See me there. I was just going to say, if I'm being real, <laughs> they didn't like that quickly after your breakup, like they one could have given you that space or two they wanted to see you to be fair i don't know how long it was after it could have been months (laughs) (laughs) i didn't care i wasn't over it (laughs) oh that's so funny another unhinged thing i did during that time was not only was i looking at their instagram i was liking their photos and this person dumped me and i was like liking all their photos but i think it was because I just wanted them to talk to me, and yeah. I thought that if I liked their photos, they would think, "Oh, she seems cool about it. Yeah, we could be friends." Do you? But look, no, do you? <laughs> it just makes you look at, crazy. Like, your college life and like want people talk say all the time. Oh, I wish I could go back to college. I loved college, like all of that. Yeah. Do you feel that way? No, I don't. I, I like borderline. Don't trust people that feel that way. Uh, to be honest, I don't feel that way now. Okay. I mean, I didn't have, like, a great college experience, so I think mm-hmm. I'm a little jaded about it. But, yeah. like, I think back to, like, even who I was at that time, and I'm like, she's not cute. Like, that's not <laughs> cute behavior. She has, like, very little self-respect. Like, yeah. doesn't know what it means to be a true friend. Aww. Like, I feel like there's just so many things that I'm like, <laughs> I don't know that person, and I would like to very much forget that that time yeah. in my life existed. 
I think that I had a great college experience. I would definitely, I definitely wish I could go back and make different choices at different yeah. times, but it's not that I want to relive the whole thing. It's not like your glory days. No, yeah, I think my glory days are now, way. maybe. Yeah, I think my, the, I think I'm going to peak at 30. I, I think 30 is a really good year for yeah. everyone. So yeah. I'm excited. But I don't feel that way at all. I literally no. know of people or like follow people that are like, I would give anything to go back. And I'm yeah. like, I don't even close to feel that way no if anything i'm like i wish i could go back and get good grades like that yeah but i know i wouldn't do that no (laughs) no but it's like even when i look back at my college self like that post that breakup like i did some unhinged things but post my last breakup i did as well so it's like really when i'm in emotional distress like just don't talk to me because who knows what the fuck i'm doing i mean like okay this is another thing is like even nathan will talk about how western was like best like top tier times of his life Mm -hmm. but then he'll also admit that like by his senior year he was like give me the fuck out of here yeah it's not sustainable no to live like a college student forever no yeah he said that like he wasn't on track to graduate on time and he was like i will die if i don't graduate on time (laughs) my liver can't take it he said i only have half a colon i need (laughs) to get out of this fucking place yeah (laughs) that poor guy western took half his colon um (laughs) that's amazing how long have we been talking one hour and 19 minutes um i was gonna say do you have any breakup advice don't like see your partner especially if you're the one that got broken with i uh, broken up with like they do not want to be with you trust that information mm-hmm. if somebody is telling you who they are believe them yeah if they are telling you they do not love you believe them yeah if they are telling you we can still sleep together don't do that Mm-mm. don't do that don't do that mm-mm don't like just you be done just be done i remember being broken up with in high school and this boy broke up with me and i said he said i just feel like we need to have a conversation and then he like started to break up with me and i I interrupted him i said are you breaking up with me and he said yeah and he said okay bye and i got out of the car and shut the door and never spoke to him again That is everything. Oh my god! And then I was like mad that he didn't try to talk to me again. That he didn't try to be like, no stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but Come I was back. like, I was like, I'm not gonna sit here and let you like hurt my feelings. Yeah, it was like if you're gonna break up with me, like cool. Where was she in college? Because I like that girl. <laughs> she went back. Yeah. She backtracked a little bit. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah, definitely believe people when they show you who they are. Don't text your ex happy birthday. That's the title of Nick <laughs> Vile's book. <laughs> we all do it i mean i don't know i don't think i've ever done that i mean i have but like but I'm that's different, different. You're a lesbian. <laughs> Thank you. i would also say my i feel like i thought i had a hot take on breakup advice but i feel like you kind of just said it what was the hot take my hot take is at the end of the day people only break up with people for one reason and one reason only despite what anyone may say the only reason someone is ever getting broken up with is because the other person does not want to be with you anymore totally no matter what the reason is like if it's like oh it's just the wrong time or like oh distance is too hard and we couldn't make it work and maybe like in a couple years or whatever Mm -hmm. or whatever it is like if somebody is making the choice to lose you yeah like they don't want to be with you anymore that's what it all boils down to and 
tell yourself every single day that like you deserve somebody that will always choose you. Yeah. And that will never do that. So like, yeah, you know, I was going to say that actually thinking that to myself through breakups actually is super helpful. Like when I would start to spiral like about why someone broke up with me, like, why, why did this happen? Like, why did they do that? Well, they said this, like, did they mean that? I would, I could stop my spiraling thoughts by being like, it, they didn't want to be with you anymore. Yeah. Like I would literally say that in my head and be like, they did not want to be with you anymore. And then that ends the questioning. And also eventually you get so used to thinking in your head, they don't want to be with me. They don't want to be with me. Then you start thinking, well, then why would I want to be with them right. if they don't want to be with me? If you're and then a- it turns around and that's how you heal. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you're healed. Yeah. And then boom, healed. And then you get married. (laughs) Yeah. And then the next person gets the better version of you. Ooh, Fletcher. Carrie Fletcher, which like Erica and I talk about all the time. I'm like, I always tell her every single girl that you talk to before me took the biggest L because you're such wifey material. But also you wouldn't be who you are if you didn't encounter all those people before. Like I would not be the partner to you that I am if I didn't go through my past relationships. Absolutely. So it's all a win in the end. Yeah. And you only like learn more about yourself by going through those experiences. Yeah. And you only become a better. Well, and that's the, that's the thing, right? Is like you cannot fully love until you love yourself and you cannot love yourself if you don't respect yourself. Slay. So like somebody that is willing to like be treated like shit does not respect themselves mm-hmm. enough to be loved. Because mm-hmm. you are not loving yourself if you're not doing that. So, like, it, if it takes somebody being shitty to you to be like, I don't deserve that behavior mm-hmm. and I deserve something better, the next time you fall in love, you're going to be a little bit, like... Better version. A better version of yourself. Onward and upward. And it doesn't mean that every breakup means that somebody, like, you know, d- didn't love you. It doesn't negate, like, the love. Yeah. That's yeah. an important lesson, too. Yeah. Like, just because somebody isn't choosing you anymore mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they never loved you. That's, That's an important yeah. lesson to remember that, like... Also, if you feel like it ends in a way where like, okay, you must have never loved me, mm-hmm. it doesn't negate the fact that you loved that person. Yes. And that that still is real. Like yes. that's still your reality. It was real the to love me. was still yeah. there. It was still there to you. So like even if the person is like, Nope, I don't love you and I never loved you, it would fuck with your reality. Mm-hmm. But like that reality is still there. Two things can be true at the yeah, same time. Yeah, that was definitely a huge lesson for me going through breakups because I would think, well, then none of it was real. Or right. like those people said they loved me the night before they dumped me. Oof, so like, yeah. what does that even mean? Like yeah. I'm that fucks me up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then you have to think to yourself, well, I loved them and like it was real to me. And at the end of the day, like if I peel back to just the logic, of course they loved me. Totally. Just it didn't work out. And like Taylor Swift says in happiness, like there was happiness because of you, but there was happiness because of me too. Mm-hmm. So it's like... And there'll be happiness after. After you. Mm-hmm. Before, after. Yep. All of the things. And also, if you're not happy, leave the person you're with. Yeah. Also, if you have a shitty boyfriend, just dump him. Yeah. I did that once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And also... No, yeah. I'm, no I'm done. No, you're done. I don't have more to say. I don't think so. Don't stop now. <laughs> No, I think I'm good. Okay, well. This has been kind of hot and really funny, your therapist for the day. Yes. 
Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. DM us if you've done unhinged things Wait, post breakup. Yeah, that would be so cute. Yeah. DM us and we'll post your anonymous. Yeah, unhinged. anonymous. Ooh, that's cute. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Love you guys. Love Thanks you. for listening. Bye. Bye.